I'm James Hare, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Create till your eyes bleed. Peter Drew with us tonight, as you can see. Um, and even if you haven't met him, you've no doubt seen his posters around the place. Can everyone agree? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I didn't even, I, you know, I didn't know who was doing it, but I started seeing these posters going up with Aussie on them years ago, and um, they were very, very intriguing indeed. And then my mate Jake here showed me your Instagram because I'd started talking into a camera on social media and felt like a bit of a weirdo. And he's like, oh, there's this other guy that does that, Peter Drew. And, um, and I started checking out a bit of your content and I was like, man, this guy's fucking cool, you know? Um, saying some good stuff, doing some interesting work. And then um, started looking into, you know, what you do a little bit more and I... Obviously, we caught up for a coffee the other day, and I was very intrigued. I, I don't know. I just feel like you've got um, you've got a lot of insights, which I think is um, it's good for me. You know, like, and I and I feel like by extension, probably also good for a lot of other people. Um, it's not always easy making work and putting it out there in the world. You know. I think people make it look easy, but it's in my experience, it's anything but. You know, there's a lot of a lot of crazy stuff involved. So, um, so let's uh, have a chat about that. Let's. <laughs> so, tell me, um, how does that happen for you? Making Ma work. Making work, yeah. And maybe even going back, if you want to tell us a little bit of like a little bit of your backstory and where this comes from. Well, um, yeah, backstory. Um, I, my dad was an art teacher mm. and I always loved drawing, but I really got the impression that art was not something to be taken seriously. My dad would always say to us, you, you can do anything you want, just don't become a teacher. And because he was a teacher and he had just had a rough time with it. Right. But um, I just got the impression art no, that's sort of not serious. And so I went away from it, studied, and then just sort of found myself gravitating back towards it in my spare time and just realised that's the thing that made me happiest of all. Why not um, pursue that? Even if you fail, at least you're doing the thing that makes you happy. Um, was there, sorry to cut you off. Was there a bit of a barrier? Like, because you said you grew up feeling like maybe it wasn't really like a serious thing. Maybe, would you say you almost got the impression that it was a bit frivolous or unimportant or? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So was that, was that hard to get over that? Like past that? Yeah. What are you thinking? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I just, uh, I was blocked with a lot of things that, you know, that I thought were important. And um, yeah, I really had to let go and just, 
It's, it's difficult to actually even cast my mind back to that because it's you know you have to kill the old version of yourself to mm. become the new thing, and so it's even hard to remember what it was like to be like that. But yeah. um, yeah, and once I'd realised this is a th the thing, and even if I fail at this, I don't care. Mm. I will just it's better to uh, pursue it because I know that's what I want to do. How did you get to that though? Because I feel like. I feel like that's a rare level of like acceptance or detachment or whatever you want to call it, you know? Like I feel like a lot of people, they have that feeling of they want to do a thing. And I, I still have that myself with various things. But then like to actually take the jump and say, even if I fail, that's, you make that sound simple, but that's not actually necessarily a simple um, thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's more of an emotional thing than it is something that you can reason out um, it was sort of, I was pretty nihilistic in those days, I think, and I would have, would have sort of said to myself, um, your life doesn't, you know, you don't matter. Mm. <laughs> you know? um, it's, my feeling towards the world and towards life at that stage of my life was that it's not really for me. Like it's this, life is this thing that other people are into and they seem to take seriously, but the mm. world's not really a serious place. It's kind of, it's kind of a bit of a farce. Mm. And you, it's, it, it's it, which is completely different to how I think now. But at the time it was, I wasn't really invested in life. I wasn't really, mm. even in my own life, I just sort of thought that it was just, you know, I had a lot of cynicism about the world and um, and sort of just giving up was a way mm. of then sort of finding something that I could uh, believe in yeah. or that I was able to invest myself in. That's cool. That's really interesting. I, I can see how that could actually just get you started. Yeah. Like I'm not advocating for like nihilism as a philosophy or whatever, but like... No, but in your case, like I can really see how that could help. It was really about having absolutely no plan B. Um, I had, I'd worked in hospitality and other things to su support it, but I never sort of committed to anything else that would really, um, that could be an alternative, um, mm. like a, one that I'd really care about. Uh, so, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So, you did some study, and what did you study? Uh, I studied psychology uh, and philosophy as a double double degree. Yeah, so, and that was when I was still figuring things out. At one point, I was enrolled to do honors philosophy, and I had my first exhibition. Uh, and then I sort of had to decide, well, where's my time going to go? And I and honors philosophy, you know, there aren't a lot of jobs yeah, <laughs> in that. Sure. So it was I chose not the, a lot of philosophers on seek.com or whatever. no, yeah. I really yeah. couldn't see yeah. the future in it. But you know, art um, was you know just as unlikely. But I, that's what I chose to really commit to at that point. So you had a thing in you, like you wanted to do art, like you kind of had mm. like a creative kind of bone or whatever like yeah but it was it was similar to the the philosophy in some ways of just trying to figure things out i sort of i see a lot of people assume that my work is um activism or trying to change or improve the world i really think of it as being based in curiosity um, what will happen if i do this what will be the effect if i put this out into the world it's not really a statement that i want to impart upon other people it's more 
are these people Aussie? Uh, what do you think? It's sort of, that's yeah. kind of my attitude to it. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So, um, can you maybe tell me a little bit about um, what does an idea look like for you from sort of, like from start to finish? Um, so, sorry, just quickly, Peter. Yeah. Do you guys want to come and take a seat? Or you good? Sorry, did you want? To? Yeah, yeah. You good. All right, sweet, sweet. Um, kick on. It's it's yeah. it's always different. Um, sometimes it's uh, it starts off with um, it's best if I give a concrete example. Um, with the Aussie posters, it began with uh, just the story of the Cameleers. Um, in Australia and then I heard about the photographs in the archive and then there was research and then I found a few images and then I it sort of came together in pieces what text should go with it um, and so there's I guess there's a period of collecting uh, of research and then there's a period of, of whittling down of simplifying down to just the absolute bare bones what is the minimum amount of information that I need on this poster to have the desired effect. Mm. Um, and I think you got that down to one word with that one. You know, that was like... Yeah, that's... The, that's about as low as you could go in the word count. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, that's right. It, and it's sort of... The advantage in that is that it just makes it faster and, and more impactful. I sort of um, have a tendency towards trying to say too much um, and I sort of fight against that as much as I can. Mm. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and and I guess what I'm what I'm looking for when I know that I've got a really good idea, when I knew that the Aussie posters were as good as I hoped they would be, is that there's sort of there are two conflicting interpretations that because on the face of it, the Aussie posters say this person is Aussie. But the Aussie can also apply to the context, right? The context being the white Australia policy. So are the posters saying this person is Aussie or are the posters saying the white Australia policy is a part of Australia and being Aussie? And so the two things obviously conflict. And so if you can have that, that sort of um, that conflict in an artwork, that means it sort of it always has life, whereas... If you see an artwork and you go, it has one meaning, I get it, that's all it is, it sort of dies mm. straight away. Whereas if something is always in conflict, then it just sort of it lives forever in a way. So. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's got like um, depth or complexity. Well, it, it, it's, yeah. it's unresolvable, mm. you know? Gotcha. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Now, um, so that's... That's kind of like the nuts and bolts of how, how you sort of get cracking with a project. What's it like, what's kind of the personal experience of it? Like, are you kind of excited right the way through? Do you sort of have like a period of getting psyched and then you, you sort of have to push you through, yourself through the last bit, or how does it look? There's definitely, there's definitely an arc to the whole thing. And with the Aussie posters, and I've sort of realised that it's something that will continue forever, it sort of comes and goes in waves. But at the start, you have an idea, is this a good idea? I think it is, I think it is. Then you're sure, okay, this is an idea, I'm really going to get behind this and, and launch a big project. 
Um, and then I need to muster up the courage to go out on the street and stick up a thousand of them. And then it comes down to the day when you're just out on the street and you've got a bag full of posters and glue and there are all these other people on the street that are doing their thing. They don't give a fuck about my posters, you know? And I've got to find other people's property to put them up on and it's just this, you know, you need a fair bit of aggression to do that all day for day after day after day to get it all done. And then by the end of it, completely exhausted and... But then you're starting to get fed by other people's enthusiasm that like the, the posters, who don't like the posters, which is just as energising. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which energy's better for you? <laughs> you need a bit of both, definitely. Okay. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, because I think the people who like the posters like them because other people hate the posters. You know, it's sort of, it's, um, yeah. there's that tension. So. That's interesting because this is something I wanted to talk to you about. Because one thing I admire a lot about you is you like, you've been very good at putting your work out in the world. Like, possibly, like in such a extreme form. Because there's, you know, I feel like as like artists, designers, you know, whatever we do, it's like there's a barrier sometimes to showing other people your stuff. You know, even if it's like, sometimes even if it's your family, you know, member or or whoever. Um, and then maybe there's like another level where you show your stuff in a gallery, but it's kind of exclusive and it's, it's controlled and the crowd is controlled to a degree. Um, you're really like broadcasting, you know? Yeah. Like you're putting it on buildings, on streets, you know? So I guess... The question is, is what, like, do you see an advantage to showing your work as opposed to just creating it? Because they're sort of two different things. Yeah, you could almost, I mean, I know a lot of people who just make art for themselves, really. Mm. And that's great, too, because it's a way of understanding yourself. You know, you see your work and you go, oh, that's who I am. And I don't really need to share it. And there's a lot of there's a lot that I create that I just go, no, nah, it's just for me. Uh, or there's work that I go, oh, this will be for a few people will get into this. And I just had to make it in order to stop fucking thinking about yeah. it, you know? Um, yeah. But I think um, with the big projects, I, um, I gravitated towards those and, with the, uh, and the subject matter of national identity because I loved putting work out on the street and I needed to find a subject matter that would allow me to keep doing that. If I just was doing sort of obscure, esoteric little ideas that w- the broader public weren't going to be interested in, I, wasn't, I was going to burn out. You know, I was going to go, I can't do this anymore. Because I, I used to do... I used to do... If, unless you were from Adelaide, you wouldn't have heard of it. Like, you know street art that just um, wasn't going to attract a big enough audience. Um, What's it called? Oh, the, I had this pixel face design oh. that, which I still love and I put up every now and then, but it just, it's not, um, it just wasn't going to sustain me, you know? It yeah. was always just going to be a little, a little project. Uh, and I wanted street art to be something that I could just do forever and really dedicate my life to and just go all in on 
and just see how much can I, if I absolutely put everything that I've got into this thing, what can I do with it? Mm. And then I, th and that's why I gravitated towards the politics because yeah. I knew that that would really find a large audience. So mm. I guess what I'm trying to get across is that the desire to make the work and to be out in the street and to really dedicate myself to anything, that came well before the politics itself. Yeah. Like that's, that came second, mm. caring about um, national identity and diversity and the rest of it. That was really just, oh, people, people will respond to this and that gives me an excuse to keep doing this thing that I love. Yeah, yeah, for real. That's cool. Do you do you find it? Um, <clears throat> do you find that you get misunderstood a lot because everyone thinks you're like a radical sort of activist? Yeah, but that's fine. That's that's I've, I've realised. I mean, I'll, they have to like because people use art to they just project themselves into it. They and that's sort of that's the job of the artist is to create a container for the audience to put their own things into. And you realize that the very first time you have an exhibition or anything, you meet people and they go, oh, for me, this is about me. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it's about them. Yeah. Um, and you've got to let go of it, of your, of, you know, all that personal vulnerable stuff that took to create the thing. It's, once it's on display, it's not, it's theirs now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I think, yeah. yeah. I think I sort of understand, like, I think it's easy to see your work and think that like this is an activist, whereas what you're describing is almost—I mean, it's art, right? You know what I mean? I've, I've said that's the difference. I've isn't said it? a million times yeah. that what I do is is art disguised as activism. Yeah. Because people want activism. They want certainty. They want someone who says this is going to f make the world a better place or fix this problem. Yeah. And that sort of gives you something to believe in and follow. But I try to build into everything that I make a kind of a question mark or there's another side to it which gives the audience pause. Even if they are for it 100%, there's some sort of a, a flip side to it that, doesn't, um, that undermines its, its most obvious message, I guess. I think that's really important with art. I think it's, you almost couldn't imagine anything more anti-art than pure activism. Because or propaganda. It's, it's a closed mind, isn't it? You know, yeah. like, yeah. It's, 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 it's uh, a propaganda <laughs> saying, this is what I want you to think, and then just injecting that idea into the audience's head. Yeah. It's not what I'm interested in at all. It should be always asking a question, and then the audience can do with it as they will. Yeah. Well, really, I really... I really enjoy hearing this from you. Like this is um, this is really interesting stuff. I feel, how like, how does it feel when you go out on the street like with a bucket of glue? Like, not like at the end of the day, the very start of your very first day when you like just got your new batch of posters and you have to go up and do it. Do you feel any sort of anxiety like? These days, so it's no. hard for me to really. I the, the truth is, because I would be stressed the fuck out. Yeah, I yeah, think. no, yeah. and I was, and that, for a very long time, and that was why I was doing it, just to get that rush of, and I just keep pushing myself, and I'd see a spot and go, that would be a great spot to get, but it's really pushing it, and. I go, no, just do it. Just fucking do it. Yeah. And I get the spot and then 
after that, I'd, I'd do five more spots that were just bonkers because yeah. you just start getting... Um, do you get absurd, on like a bit know? of a high? Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, a bit euphoric. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Because you're just getting away. Like, it's just, it's a really odd thing that you're sort of out in public space and you realise how many rules and how restricted it is and how much sort of politeness and, you know, don't fuck with other people's shit, basically. Yeah. And then you start breaking Fucking that. with their shit. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> it's just, yeah. oh, well, what's stopping me from... You know, when I was a kid, I used to just, I, I love climbing things. Like, mm. This is when I was a proper kid, like, and... We, so I that's the real reason why you do this. No, no, no. Right? It, I think we're getting to the bottom of this now. This is we, good. Yeah. We, our family would come to the city on, on Friday nights, and I can remember just, just sort of looking at buildings going, I could climb that building, yeah. I could climb that building, and just... <laughs> I could climb that, I could climb that, I could climb that. Yeah. And I'm with you. That's, yeah. that's, that's a big part of it, is just that sort of... Yeah. Yeah, it's intoxicating once you yeah. start living, living those things out. Yeah, when you break a rule for the first time, you're like, shit, didn't know that that rule could be broken. It's and like, it, gives shows, you ideas. it shows everyone yeah. else, look, you can break these rules and I did it and it didn't really hurt anybody. Yeah. Um, there's just something really fun about that. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I went through a phase of doing really weird shit in public on purpose just to try and get over like social anxiety issues that I had at the time. And, you know, like um, I once sang like somewhere over the rainbow in Woolies for like half an hour, just like on, on repeat. And it was like, it was like, it was some very unusual stuff to do, but it was like, I totally relate to what you're saying. Um, breaking free of like this, as soon as you realise that you're not in this sphere anymore, you just start thinking far out, like what else could I do? You know, mm. so it really does open up your mind, I find. You know, yeah, it's really That's generative cool. that you can, I come up with uh, great ideas whilst out doing posters because that's when you just feel free and um, yeah. yeah, those restrictions in your mind just evaporate. Yeah, and... Um, because that's something I feel like even about the creation process, without even like the sticking them up bit, which I actually think is also a very creative act, you know, um, like, because not everyone here is doing like radical, illegal, like poster sticking, you know, but is there anything in the, um, the creation process itself that has um, made you think differently, kind of broadened your way of seeing the world, you know? Anything in the creative process? Um, Outside of just the sticking them up bit. Like, what do you get out of, cre like, out of being an artist? Like, I what guess, do you get from it? I guess when it comes to the political work, it really, when I have an idea, it, it really is, comes as a relief, as a, as a relief from the thing that I'm worried about. Um, I'll, typically when I come up with an idea, I'll, I'll sort of worry about something for a long, long time and just get really sort of intensely obsessed with it. And then some idea will come out of it and it will just be this feeling of, oh, thank God. Like now mm. I can just sort of make that thing and stop worrying about that whole subject area yeah. for a while. Yeah, <laughs> and I think okay. um, maybe that's what people get from art as well when they, it sort of gives them a feeling of, oh, that other person worries about that thing as well. Now we can both <laughs> worry about, or just um, at least yeah. you don't feel alone in your anxieties. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, and then I can, yeah, that, it's definitely, yeah, that feeling of just, ah, and then you've, you've made the thing. Um, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then, um, and then, yeah, I guess you put it out into the world and, you know, what, what, what is it? Because you said you didn't want to just go putting up like obscure things. You wanted to put up something that people would have a response to. Mm. But, uh, yeah. but uh, something that belongs to them is mm. about them. Yeah. Because there's a lot of street art and graffiti which is just about the street art graffiti world. It's very esoteric and it just sort of says, mm. this is for us, you don't get this, this is my tag all you normies don't know what it means and it's just for us. And, yeah. and I sort of, that's fun, <laughs> but I, I don't, I wanted to put something out there that it said to everyone, this is for you. It's about you. Um, yeah. uh, are we going to ask well, why I decided no, to that's do a that? Good, no, that's a good clarification. Yeah, well, like, do you feel, and I, I this is not going to sound like, Maybe I'll sound like I'm being cynical here, but I actually fully relate. But, like, do you feel like you need the response from people to sort of, like, keep it going, you know, like the energy? Or what is it, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. definitely it needs to, you know, and if it didn't sort of move people, then, yeah, I would be failing because that is my explicit aim Yeah, is for it to be about them. But mm -hmm. I guess... I guess you could wonder what's in it for me. <laughs> you know, yeah. if it's for everyone else and I'm talking about that, I think what's in it for me is the process itself, is that feeling of being on the street and, and that's, that's where I exist, is that, um, yeah, being in that process. Like, I really love the idea of doing it until I drop dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Creates your eyes bleed, brother. Well, I, I like that's what it's all about. being... Like this idea of being really old and still being out there putting up the posters. That's and, my dream, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And 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 I can and that sort of vision of myself is um yeah, that can really keep me going. Whereas if it was sort of Yeah, and I, I just I think everyone needs something in their life that sort of you know, it yeah. makes it all worthwhile. I feel like if no one cared about your work, you could feel really sort of noble about that for a while. And then eventually you'd get to like 87 years old and you'd be like, yeah, all right, I think I'm just about done now. It's like, yeah, it's like, you know. Whereas you feel like, I think the thing that got me into design was I wanted to move people's emotions. Like that's a really, there's something about that's a very powerful draw for me. Like it's like having had your emotions moved by like music or like a film or something, the draw of being able to do that for someone else I don't know yeah. what it is, but it's extremely, yeah, well, compelling. For the me. world's a very lonely place, and um, or it can be. And if you transform it into something that, you know, the people you have this feeling of communion with strangers, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, and I and I just sort of, uh, for me, my world is so much friendlier and. Um, uh, familiar and more hostile as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's yeah. a funny it's a funny thing. Um, mm. I sort of an experience that I've had many times out in the street is when someone very angrily comes up to me, um, who either objects to the content or the, you know, the process with which I'm putting it out in the street, and 
the weird thing about it is uh, is that it's it's anger and that aggression is is quite intimate. You know, when someone's really up on your face and you can just and they're really there's a lot of emotion in it. It's just kind of like someone going in for a kiss, but in like an angry way. It's yeah. no, no. It's it's so yeah. it's mm. so odd, um, and you end up sort of feeling sorry for the person and not in a patronizing way like in in that it's yeah it's sort of i don't know um oh yeah i relate yeah, yeah and like often you feel it's hard to not come out of a situation like that feeling like they oh. were crazy but also you kind of maybe didn't handle it as well as you could like it stirs up a lot of emotions you know every like, time like even if yeah. when it's someone who's just you know just racist and ignorant i don't i always i don't like making people feel um, like that, um, and uh, yeah, so it's it's funny that I sort of I don't know. There's a part of me that that goes out there to be aggressive, but then when it really upsets somebody, it's um, uh, it's not glorious, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. I, yeah, I I completely understand. I think if if you found that glorious, then you'd be. Uh, you'd have to be some kind of a psychopath, I suppose. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> glorious day just made this guy lose his mind, and yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of um, like that kind of leads me back to where you started out, where you said you know you started out very like nihilistic, and you don't think like that anymore. Like, and you also talk a lot about the aggression. Like, has like anger or aggression being a part of the journey, like in yourself, you know, is that yeah. Been and I, I, I find I'm much less aggressive these days. And sort of, I sort of spoke a bit about it before. That sort of arc that the project has had, I just don't have that real anger that I used to. I mean, I used to be angry in a way which I didn't really understand about myself. And through doing the projects and just growing up a lot, I've I'm just less angry these days. But I still really love putting out posters so my reasons for doing it are um i just do it in a less aggressive way and uh i don't need to go out and find a spot which is just you know silly to you know climb up and do it broad daylight on the side of a bank or some stupid yeah. crap i can just sort of find spots that are just as effective but less sort of egotistical in a way okay um, sure uh yeah. so yeah i and it's I'm happier doing it that way as well. It's it. Okay. I don't have to sort of just wake up and just be ready to fucking smash these posters. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you feel maybe um, maybe a bit less on the line, like a bit less to prove or whatever. You're more yeah settled with it or yeah, just less yep. destructive. Like there was really mm. self-destructive. Like it was a really lots of self-destructive uh, emotion that I sort of channeled out into something which I thought was hopefully a, a net positive. But it's it's real. The real guts of it were a real sort of um, uh, loathing. Yeah, <laughs> it's sure. a, a sort of a diffuse loathing, whether it's self-loathing or loathing on the world. There was just a lot of. Um, a uh, lot of negative emotion, which I just sort of gone, all right, how can I channel this into something yeah. seemingly, hopefully positive, you know? And do you think that that's something, an energy that you've managed to use effectively? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. kind of like a negative energy, but have you turned it into something well, positive? Well, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think it's sort of, I, you know, burnt it out, just sort of strangled it to death in some ways. Mm. Um, 
uh, yeah, well, it's sort of, I can say that now, but at the time, I had no idea what was going on inside. It was just, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I feel yeah. like I've got a handle on it now. Where, like, where do you think that comes from? Was it sort of like a, um, do you think it's like an innate personality trait or? Um, mm. I think everyone has a bit of that, but I, it's just a lot of personal stuff that was unresolved from, yeah, um, yeah, you know, uh, family, childhood, and childhood, same as all of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's um, yeah, and I think you either get a ton of therapy or, um, or you make art or you can do mm. both. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, just um, what's the word <laughs> to? Um, I can't remember now. But yeah, to take that negative emotion and make it into something hopefully useful for others. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And I think that that's something you've done very well, man. And um, I, yeah, I know that anger gets a bad rap, especially in white men or whatever. But I think that it's a, um, can be a productive force, you know. I think it's essential because there's so much, um, at least we all have that capacity and if you don't sort of admit it and um, and harness it in some ways, then it can, um, then you don't have any mastery over it and it sort of pops out in, in mm. destructive ways. Um, yeah, and yeah. A- yeah, anger definitely has done a lot for me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's done a lot for the world, hasn't it? Well, yeah, because you, you can get angry it. with problems. Well, you um, wouldn't have a Martin Luther King without anger, you know? Like, it's, I think it's, um, sometimes it's a, sometimes it's misdirected, but I think sometimes it's, it's very powerful. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, might get these guys to, you know, if anyone has a question in a minute, but just, um, just prior, um, <coughs> I just wanted to ask you quickly about um, social media. Um, just because selfishly it's just an interest of mine, you know. But um, I thought, like, do you have any um, suggestions or advice for people um, on using that? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's tough one, isn't it? Because I, there's... Stay clear. Just don't use it. <laughs> It's, I mean, you can, anyone that looks at social media, and we all do, mm. uh, a lot, is that you can see there are formulas and it seems, it seems obvious, really. Just look at the formulas, repeat the formulas. Mm. I mean, it's not, you don't really need to be a genius, but you lose a massive part of yourself in doing that because the, you know, you're just playing up to the algorithm. And, mm. But I think what... Um, it, it comes down to just doing something that's actually original. And so the thing to do is to think less about social media, think about the world, think about people, and then sort of translate it into something that works. Whereas if you just sort of tailor make something for the algorithm, then it's just going to be more pulp. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, I agree with that. Yeah, it's a funny thing because um, all the advice seems to be polar opposite it's just like oh get some trending audio and copy someone else's video and then put your own face on it which is it's counterintuitive given what what 
really leads to like successful art in the world, which is to come up with something that is unique and mm. new. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, just make something you're proud of and that you're excited by. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Would you suggest that people use it or social media or like talk into, you know, be more active or what yeah, do you think? I mean, if you feel like it, but if you don't, just don't. Like yeah. I have been doing so little on there um, recently and it's, it's fine. And then if I feel like doing it later, then I will. But um, mm. yeah, I, and I just, I feel like it's something that um, will gradually become less important because it just sort of, it fills up with gunk. Mm. Um, you know, gone are the days when social media was something that everyone was optimistic and excited about. You know, everyone's sort of sliding backwards and pulling away from it a bit. Um, and yeah, there's plenty of alternatives, so. Yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, for real. Um, awesome. Hey, does anyone have any questions for Peter? Any, <coughs> yeah. What's your most memorable Poster that you put up. Do you have like a particular incident or one that sticks out? And I put it here or favorite place or something like that. Um, yeah, there are lots of different ones for different reasons. Um, the ones that I like the most are times that I've had to climb up somewhere really high and put it up where it can't, where everyone can see it, but no one can figure out how I climbed up there. Um, I used to, there was uh, a building which is now a hotel on the corner of Hindley and um, King William Road and I painted uh, Icarus up the top of that. Uh, I sort of got into the building while it was abandoned and pulled up a big bucket of paint and a huge um, extension pole and wrote these, the word Icarus really, really enormous so you could see it from down the other end of Hindley Street. Um, and it was just a, it was a huge mission. It took all night and, um, yeah, it was just, just, you know, um, it was a lot of fun. So, um, that's, yeah, probably my favorite. You must still get tempted to go back to that buzz though, you know, like. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's something like about getting older. I think it's just realizing that, you know, you sort of, you, the way you were in your early 20s it's you no one's like that forever you just sort of yeah you because I, the other side of that you know who i was then was just totally obnoxious and yeah. you know and I, I now i need to yeah. get along with people who are close to me and at that time yeah. <laughs> um well if you're gonna keep rocking till you're 97 you might as well you know yeah get along with the family then you know wife and whatever yeah, yeah exactly I, it's i yeah i've got other things that are important to me now whereas back then it was just yeah. the one thing you know yeah yeah for real yeah any other questions guys yeah i've got, I've got one. there's a few things that you said that i um took a bit of interest in like at first you were talking a bit about how there's that process of having to sort of die to yourself and then you know find yourself again and in your discovery of why you wanted to do art and it being like a, a process of seeking truth, I guess, in mm -hmm. some capacity. Um, and then you were talking a bit later about how you you find that people actually find you know companionship through the art that we kind of know that we're not alone in our experience because of the art. And I guess like the, the question of what I'd like you to speak to is, well, yeah, what it was your process to finding the meaning in the act of making art? 
um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. Um, what was my process in finding that? It, it's changed, and, and the way I speak about it now is very different to the way I used to speak about it, I think. Um, I guess in, in what you sort of brought up, in that sort of finding that connection to other people, that, that other people worry about the same things, and it sort of relates to what I was saying about those sort of aggressive interactions, I sort of, I've come to think that my, my work is as much for the people that it angers as it is for the people that really love it. Um, you know, it's, it's another way of, um, it's another way of enjoying it in a way of getting angry about art. Um, you know, because... People do love getting angry about stuff. That no, is true. But I sort of mean, I sort of mean people who are, people that aren't like us. And I, and I mean that in the true sense of, when the, in the case of my work, people who are bigoted or racist, they sort of trying to connect with them, uh, even if that initial interaction is, makes them really angry, that's kind of the best challenge of all because, um, and I don't really have much trouble connecting with people that are, you know, that have exactly the same opinions mm. and sort of, you know, that's, that's kind of easy, but like getting through to people who are very different, um, that's kind of, that's part of it as well. And even though it begins with anger and, and sort of, uh, sort of upsetting the, the worst of us, um, yeah, that's not the best answer to your question, but um, mm. sorry. I... No, I think I, yeah, I think I understand what you're saying, you know, like you're, uh, you're kind of um, encountering people in a very authentic state, you know, like they're feeling strong okay, feelings. I, and, yeah. I figured out how I can explain it. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I was cynical about what I did, um, I'd go, oh, I put up these posters and a lot of people are going to like it because it sort of represents their opinions and they're mm. going to like it as well because it's pissing off these other people who are bigoted <laughs> yeah. and that's fun because we get to feel like we're great, you know, pat ourselves on the back and they're dickheads. Um, but it's not the way I feel. Um, I do sort of, I think in upsetting people, you can uh, reach them, you know, and it's not about looking down at them Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's just about shaking them a bit and and trying to get through to them, but not sort of not condescending to them. Um, mm. That's that's all I was trying to say. I like that. I feel like the narrative has really swung these days, where it's like if someone has bigotry in them, then they're bad people, and don't even bother trying to reach them. You know, well, Which, I think I think they're vulnerable people. They're a lot of the time very weak people that have, have found these terrible ideas to sort of to boost themselves up, and um, and I don't sort of uh, like sort of belittling them, uh, yeah, mm. because you know yeah. once you face to face face to face with these people, it's sort of um, uh, yeah. If I went away from those interactions, just thinking of myself as being great and them being losers then it's just that's kind of pathetic of me mm. Anyway. Mm. yeah yeah for real nice one yeah uh harry will come yeah no, pat and then we'll come back yeah yeah hit us um say someone comes to you with a project uh how do you know when you want to start turning away work 
Right. Um, well, I am lucky that I I never I with my poster projects. It's it's I've I've tried working with other people or companies once or twice, but it's just it's I've really I really keep that as something that it's just purely my own thing. So it's I never have to sort of work with clients or anything like that. But um, in the other work that I do, um, it's funny. I used to just because I make videos for people and it's creative, but it's much more sort of uh, working for a client. So I'm able to have my posters, which I don't have to compromise on and have my other work, which I'm very happy to compromise on. Um, and I typically, I would just say almost yes to absolutely everything, <laughs> except um, the things that I would say no to would be I don't know, sometimes you just get a feeling and just go, what is the what is the actual purpose of this thing? Is it going to make the world better or not? In some fundamental way, one thing pop comes to mind, a guy came to me trying to, um, he'd come up with this product that he wanted me to sell. I don't want to say what it is because, you know, it's probably out there. Um, and I just thought, I don't want to be associated with this thing. Even if, even if I do a great job and it's successful, he loves the video, I don't like this <laughs> this thing, yeah. and um, uh, and so I, I turned it down. And that's yeah. so yeah, it's kind of a gut a gut thing in a way. Yeah, I really thought that you would accept the product, but I guess you just didn't go for it, you know. So I tried, <laughs> I tried. No, <laughs> no. Um, Harry, um, what do you got? I just wanted to ask. Um, you talked probably enough about anger tonight, but I wanted to know first. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. no. He's going to get it's pissed in a problem. second, it's all right, Harry. Problem. <laughs> I wanted to add to it. Um, yeah. When someone is angry towards someone else, often a natural human response is to be angry back. Have you ever been surprised at yourself at any reaction that you've had towards your work? T toward oh, t right, right. Um, yeah, it is. It is surprising. Um, well, I mean, when when I have sort of tried to counter someone else's anger with you know fronting up to them, yeah. um, I just. You know, you get an initial thrill, but I just feel guilty afterwards, and that is surprising because when you sort of think about, it, sort of, I sometimes fantasize about confrontations. I don't know if anyone else does that, um, and it's just, you know, it's yeah. Then I'd say this, and then I'd win. You know? <laughs> and in reality, you yeah. know, if you hurt another person, even if they are despicable, it still feels like shit. Um, uh, and so, yeah, that is surprising. And I try to sort of remember it and and grow up a bit, I guess. Yeah. 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 Does that happen often? Um, that, that's the thing as well. Not, not so often. Um, I'm pretty good at avoiding it these days. Um, and that's the other thing. When it did happen, I was kind of asking for it. Um, uh, so, yeah, I can just... I'm pretty good at just sort of reading the landscape, reading the landscape, and going, oh, "Okay, this is going to be fine." So, yeah, yeah. It'd be super cool to see what you do film. It's funny that you say that you do film and video, when actually to have the film on you while you're doing your posters would be amazing. To see those confrontations filmed would be really, really interesting. Would be very critical, and to see those responses yes. in the raw form would be great. Yeah, well, I mean, that reminds me of something. I mean, yes and no. <laughs> well, I mean... It's like Banksy style when he did the documentary we went to France, I think it was, 
yeah. interesting thing to see the reaction in its rawest form. Yes, um, I think I, l I like sort of showing the positive reactions. Um, a lot of what I see online, this sort of comes to what you're saying about so social media. I, I do receive tons of, uh, especially when I'm doing a project, lots of comments that are um, negative. And it's, there's a real culture online of um, sort of then displaying that stuff. You know, look at all these people that, are, that don't agree with us. Um, and I just, I've really steered away from uh, sort of instrumentalizing other people's anger and, and bigotry. It's sort of, you know, because of what you made me think of. You wouldn't put it on social media because yeah. the thing is when people react on social media, they have time to curate their response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in that moment, in that raw moment of when you're doing it, oh, all right. you, you, you mean a video of me losing yeah. my shit? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Social media, people have time to think, oh, I'm going to react this way, or they read what, how someone else is reacting and jump on board. That's yes. relevant. But it's like to actually to do it as a, like a little mini feature, not a feature, but just as a little mini doc of yourself would be really cool. Yeah, I, I, I've thought about it and I, I filmed little bits and pieces. Um, but it does change things as well. I mean, there's a camera on me now. You know, it's. <laughs> I think, I think Oh, right, that was you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. You know, I could, I could, I could document it more. Absolutely. Um, yeah. The trouble is, is he's got, he's got posters in one hand and he's got a can of, um, of uh, flower glue in the other. So it's like. Yeah, yeah. You get a GoPro. Oh, that's that's the thing is that I've been arrested three times and uh and they are always when i'm out doing it with somebody else um as soon as you know you're seen doing a job which is a one person job but you've got another person with you it just it like a it. curse yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely um and so yeah uh yeah maybe if it was from a distance i guess yeah, yeah. you could film it so we'll just do one last question lucinda what have we got series together where they're all really accurately designed like the way that they're on the wall as well as it is like I don't know much about doing paintbrush myself but just how that process has come to be through practice like to get things so accurate and so high and, I don't know I um uh, very motivated to uh, sort of avoid my own sort of shame and embarrassment when I see when it's done badly and it's permanently on a wall and it's just skew with and it just looks <laughs> yeah. wrong. It really gets to me. <laughs> so um, it's I the relate. worst thing. You know, someone posts a picture from something I stuck up a week ago in another state and it's just I have nothing I can do about it. Um, so yeah, I do take care to, yeah. to get it right. Um, and How is it Oh yeah, yeah. The the COVID posters. COVID, yeah. yeah. Um that was really that was yeah, really, really fun because I was stuck here, obviously, we were all stuck. Um and to see other people enjoying 
putting up posters the way I enjoy it, and sneaking out during lockdown sometimes and putting <laughs> them up. That was so much fun because a lot of it was families, you know, parents doing it for their kids. Um, that was so much fun, um, and that really gave me um, the thrill that I'd normally get from doing it myself. So yeah. that's cool. And I imagine if you're anything like me, if someone else did it, it's okay for it to be skewy. Oh, it's just if you did it, skill, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. yeah, well, it's pretty cool to see, like, when you have a series of three posters and they're just perfectly aligned. Like, they just, well, just like the way they have, are being sat together, they look really intentional and really beautifully presented on the wall. Yeah, no, I, I do Skills, my best man. to. Yeah. That's why we get the big guys, you know? <laughs> That's why. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's what thanks it's all about. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, man. You're a um, big inspiration for me. And um, I think also I feel like, yeah, we're going to definitely keep an eye on um, you and what you've got going on. Maybe just give us like a quick sort of like idea of what's happening in the future. I am actually been working on something completely different. It's a, a bronze um, that is cast bronze. So it's a sculpture. Um, and it's still on the subject matter of Australian identity, um, but a bronze is obviously about as far as you can get from a poster. So I have been working on that for a couple of years now. Um, uh, and yeah, that's sort of my main focus, whereas the posters I'm going to continue indefinitely, um, whereas I'm really relishing this chance to do something very, very different. So, That's cool. Yeah. yeah, good. Have you been enjoying that switch? Yes, and it's been great sort of really giving myself the time to, to get it right. It's, it's been through a few iterations um, because normally I'll come up with an idea and I go, oh, this idea is going to be a poster. Whereas, mm. um, and sort of the line from conception to it being out in the street is very clear to me, whereas this is it's moving back and forth a lot, going you know, back to the drawing board many times. So that's yeah. been really, um, really uh, generative and, and rewarding in itself. That's cool. Yeah. Amazing, man. All right. Thanks so much. Thank Appreciate you. it. Awesome.